Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fit Society Better Together podcast. My name is Corey. I'm here with MJ and Cassidy. Uh, we are here for episode three. Topic, what is fitness? Uh, I can't even read your handwriting on the whiteboard. Why is it important? <laughs> uh, before I let these knuckleheads talk, we'd like to say thank you to our sponsors, Kirkland Signature Sparkling Water <laughs> and Life Water. Uh, cool. So uh, we did do a little uh, change up to our how we go through these podcasts. So we typically already, already Jesus, all good things need very refining. flowing. Yes. Uh, so we originally started with the three, two, one, go format, which was on one topic. We'd have three thoughts, two actions, one question, and then a go, which was something that you went to go do. We realized that that is redundant. Uh, so now we're going to go three thoughts, two myths, one question, and then an action for you to go do at the end of the podcast. Uh, how are you guys? Good. Well, how are you? Did you know when you answer, you're not supposed to say good? Yep. You're supposed yes. to say well, well. But you just did that? Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Just BTW. Appreciate that. Appreciate the grammar. BTW. <laughs> well, Corey, how are you, Corey? I am... Fantastic. All right, that one works. Delightful. All of the above. <laughs> You're delightful. I am delightful. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, <laughs> we can all have our own opinions. All right, uh, let's jump into it. Topic, what is fitness? Why is it important? Three thoughts. Who wants to kick it off? Cassidy. All right. Cassidy's the best kicker offer. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, fitness. So, uh, what is fitness to me? Fitness to me um, is... Being able to do activities um, that you enjoy with little pain or a little struggle. Uh, and it can be anything from riding a bike to running to hiking to golfing, lifting weights. Um, so fitness to me is, um, is that, is, is activity of some sort. And being able to do it at a uh, at a level to where it's not a struggle and you're not in pain. So that is what fitness is to me. What is fitness to you, MJ? <laughs> wow, that was <laughs> very scripted good, good transition. Tra- good transition. Hmm. Good thing they can't see the teleprompter. Yeah, and then we'll talk about why it's important too. Yeah. But uh, so fitness. Uh, to me, to us, we we believe in it so much. Uh, you go, well, you're a gym, you should. Uh, <laughs> yes, we do. But uh, it, it's a value of ours. And we define uh, fitness internally as, as performance for life. Um, and you go, that, that, that makes no sense. Well, for us, it's fitness um, has an application. It has a function. Like you said, Cassidy, uh, all these activities... Right. If you want to enjoy them and and be well at them, um, you got to be able to be fit to do that. Right. So um, we 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 harness and appreciate and value fitness and what it can do. And I think um, when I started thinking about this, like like what what is fitness and why is it important? It seems like an obvious question and a low hanging fruit question for us. But um, you can take it a lot of different ways and. In me looking into it, um, I think, and I want to give credit where credit is due, a gentleman by the the name of Greg Glassman. um, So if you're a a CrossFit fan, you know this dude. Um, 
rather controversial dude over the last year with things, but separate and apart from that, the dude, uh, in my opinion, was an absolute fucking genius when it came to uh, the fitness space and more more specifically the, the health space. And he um, came up with this this continuum, if you will, which uh, it's, it's really a health continuum, okay? And it starts, uh, there's three different levels to it. And uh, I have my L1, you have your L1, so you, uh-huh. Cassidy. Do you have your L1? Yes. Oh, we all have our L ones. So we're 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 actually I just got a notification that mine's gonna expire in yeah, like two months and, and I was you like, gotta do you gotta redo it or do the L two? Yeah, and I was just like I'm not I'm not doing it. Really? No. I think I'm gonna do the L two. Really? Yeah. Just to say Just to just to say sharp. But anyways, so so Glassman came up and it's it's his fourth model and his four model approach. And again, regardless of what you think of the methodology of CrossFit, I think you gotta have a healthy appreciation for his stance on fitness. And what he outlines is this again, this this health continuum, and it's three uh, parts and parcels of it, and it kind of goes like this, and it starts on the left with sickness, in the middle there's wellness, and at the end there's fitness. And all three of these um, are components of a general overall health. So in theory, right, you can uh, measure your, your, your level of fitness um, on this this scale and and it's all quantifiable. So things like body fat, for example, just just for the sake of conversation, and this ties into why it's important too. Is like body fat. If 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 a, if a dude or a chick has a body fat of 40 percent, you are sick, right? You are you are cro- you are on your way to not only uh, acute, yeah, you, not only acutely sick, but you are chronically sick. And as you work on lowering that body fat and to say a range of, you know, depending on who you look at, ACSM and their um, standards and guidelines or NSCA or whatever body you look at, no pun intended, whatever body you look at, <laughs> but you go, all right, dudes at, um, you know, 12% body fat and ladies at 18% body fat, I have moved from sick to well, okay? And then, and then if I continue on with that, and I go to like 5% for guys and like 9% for, for ladies. I, I move into like this elite fitness category. Right. Um, the whole idea is going back to the overall well-being, being health, is that as I move from sick to well to fit, right, by definition, I become my healthiest self. And uh, you can put any quantifiable um, metric in there, body fat, weight, uh, cholesterol with hypercholesterolemia, Right, total cholesterol over 200. You're over here, and, and Corey knows this well because he's a firefighter and an EMT and a so medic and all those things. But so whether it's that or, or being hypertensive with blood pressure or LDLs, HDLs, diabetes, all of it. All of right. It. So so fitness to me is is the attainment of uh, uh, ultimate um, health in the physical space. Um, that incidentally enough, going back to this podcast, I would submit that through achieving your desired fitness results, you move towards a more holistic approach to health because what's it take to accomplish your fitness results? Discipline, you become more mentally stable, emotionally stable, et cetera, and, and that's right. what we're trying to do. So yeah. um, I, I think he did a great job of, of outlining that and like what is fitness and then and then the, the natural tie to that of why it's important is is two parts like i said one is it being fit allows me to go perform in whatever roles i have 
right? And realize my full potential. And then secondly, it allows me to do it for as long as humanly possible on this earth uh, because I'm going to be a healthier human being. I'm going to lower my risk for coronary artery disease. I'm going to lower my risk for type 2 diabetes. All those controllables, they're gone. So I just, I just am a healthier person. Yeah. So um, yeah. I, I want to lean into to that dude in that particular space for what is fitness and why is it important. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Ditto. Uh, that's it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Fitness to me, I guess, is uh, the ability to be able to really, uh, and this is more directly to me, not as a, as a whole, but I look at fitness. You guys already hit as a whole pretty well. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I look at fitness as just being able to do whatever I want to or somebody asked me to do on a whim, what, what I would say is within reason. Now, if somebody like walks up to me and is like, Hey, I want to run 100 miles tomorrow. Are you in? 50% chance I might say yes, but it'd be pretty <laughs> stupid. But if somebody was like, dude, I want to go on a 15-mile run today, I want to be able to just be like, sure. Like, I don't have – I haven't been training for this, but I'm just going to go do that. Or, dude, I want to go move a barbell or go on a hike or take a trip or do whatever the case may be. I would like to be able to just have the opportunity to not have to worry about – Oh my gosh! Like, do I need to plan for this? Right. Do I need to train for this to go do it? I just want to be able to go do it. Yeah. Um, and then on a, I guess on a holistic level, I think um, it's just taking care of your body to where you're feeling good throughout day to day life. Yeah. Uh, I, I literally was working with a client who travels a lot for work. They were flying on an airplane and they were dealing with like chronic pain all the time every time they flew. Um, and he took his fitness into his hands and we guided him through something and. Now he doesn't have pain when he flies for work anymore, which seems small, but that's, I think I consider that getting more fit. Like he's in mm -hmm. less pain. He's in a better shape to then go show up and probably perform his job and everything else. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of fitness for me. I think it's important because uh, lets you do all the things you want to do and you're going to stay alive. I agree. Sick people die eventually. <laughs> I mean, we all eventually die, but sick people die sooner. <laughs> this is true. Do we... <clears throat> Shift gears to our two myths two in this segment space. Wah, 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 new segment brought to you by <laughs> Zevia. Uh, Zevia, yeah, we Zevia. Have, we have much else. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically, grapefruit and citrus. Yes. Um, okay, two myths. Uh, I will tee one off. We'll talk about it, and then we'll go to the next one. We'll talk about that one too. Uh, common fitness myth number one that we're going to cover today is: in order to decrease body fat. You don't have to be in a caloric deficit. That is the myth that we are now going to debunk. Okay, so one more time. You could decrease body fat without being in a caloric deficit, meaning you can eat more calories than you're expending and still lose fat. So, like, and I guess that along with that myth would be <clears throat> something like, oh, if I just do keto, uh, I automatically lose weight. Yes. Or if I do... Um, I just love keto. Keto is like one of my stuff. favorite ones because yeah. people always talk about it and you're like, what are you eating? And they're like, well, bacon and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. And you're Just, like, butter. Do you feel okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, you probably like, feel yeah, worse. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, again, it's one of those things that, you know, you can't just follow a whatever eating program it is, keto or what's the other one that everybody does? There's um, keto, paleo, yeah, yeah, paleo. Fasting. Keto is the new paleo. Yeah. You know, it's like those things, you know, they're great. They're all ways to monitor um, your intake of things, but it doesn't automatically make you lose weight. No. 
So, yeah. So that the caloric deficit is, it's the end-all be-all, you know, and it's the only thing that truly works. Yep. I think a lot of people get confused because a lot of people do have really good success with keto or intermittent fasting or, I mean, you can add in any rule. Like, eat five cuts of vegetables a day. There's a chance that you're probably going to lose some weight because it's filling you up more. But a lot of these things are just inherently limiting and putting you into a caloric deficit without you even really knowing that you're doing it. Somebody goes keto and they stop shoving gallons of ice cream and bread down their face. (laughs) Then, wow, I dropped five pounds. Keto is the best thing ever. Yep. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think with this myth, and we're, we're talking fitness, and we threw in a new component here, which is nutrition. Um, and when you're talking nutrition, because we could have about 20 different podcasts on this one topic and still have more to talk about, but it would always come back to the same thing. And I think that's the major point here on this myth is when it comes to nutrition and it comes to being fit, there are many methods to lose weight the 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 takeaway is that there's only one principle and the principle is this and it it has to do with our myth which is you can lose weight or body fat not being a deficit well you're just wrong if you think that because the the principle is that you must be in a caloric deficit to lose weight ultimately body fat it just is what it is so you look at your um, tdee your total daily energy expenditure those are the total amount of calories that you burn throughout a day. And, and however you get there, keto, like, like if keto works for you and you can get there and keep it off, then fucking high five. Rock you on. Know? Yeah, do it. If um, paleo or, or what, are, what are some, some of the other um, diets? Right. Okay. Whatever the diet is. Whole 30. Whole 30. Whatever the right diet right is, is, as long as you're going to be in a, in a caloric deficit, and you're going to do that over time. You will lose weight. That so that so it all circles back to a principle. And anybody that tries to sell you anything other than that, it's just bullshit. And here's the deal with with and we're talking about really uh, calories or kilocalories. And there's one of three ways to do this, right? You're either a in a deficit through your nutrition, b you're in a deficit through burning off in your energy expenditure, or c you do both. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Either way, it leads back to the principle, right? So, um, you know, just because you don't count the calories doesn't mean the calories don't count. <laughs> uh, they do. And they always will and they always have. Uh, you can go back to the first law of thermodynamics, which is energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred from one source to another. These wow, things are principles. behind that mullet. They're, <laughs> they're, I know. They're, they're principles and it never goes away. And it fucking drives me crazy when people, especially in our industry, and, and we're going to figure this out at Fit Society, too, is we're going to figure out uh, how to, right, equip, empower, and facilitate people, uh, members, clients, to harness this particular comp- component of fitness. Um, I would argue that this particular thing that we're talking about here, uh, which so many people go to the gym for what? To lose weight. Like, that's what's out there. So... I would argue that this is upwards of 75 to 80% of somebody's success when it comes to changing their body composition, mm-hmm. when it comes to increasing lean mass, when it comes to dropping body fat and ultimately losing the weight. And it's often a component that's very, very neglected. So, yeah. um, you know, that's, <clears throat> that's something that I remember when um, I first started with uh, Studio Fit or Fit Society. Um, 1990. Yeah, back in the early 200s. <laughs> um, the... Uh, 
the the cool thing that as I saw a diagram that you once uh, drew MJ and I think it was like one of our first kind of nutrition seminars that you hosted yeah. and it was uh, a you know a pyramid and the pyramid had nutrition you know what most people think of is actually the opposite so you had on the bottom you had what most people think the bottom of the the triangle or the pyramid was cardio the middle was weightlifting and the top was food when it's actually reversed oh yeah you know where you have nutrition for losing weight yeah should be number one weightlifting should be number two cardio should be around the last and so uh, that kind of, you know, cause I was always under that assumption of man, just get out and run and that, you'll, you'll be fine. You know? And I always wondered why you'd go to a, um, you know, uh, uh, what is that? Triathlon. See all these fat people. Yeah. You see like, you know, you <laughs> like, see like an Ironman and you see a dude cross the line. You're like, that guy weighs 260 pounds yeah. and it's not like lean mass, muscle mass. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how'd that guy do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because he's still eating a crap load of food, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So. Um, so, you know, that, that really opened up my eyes is seeing that diagram and then then actually believing it. That was the difference, you know, because you're brought up thinking the opposite. And yeah. so when you don't, you know, ever get the chance to actually see it in, in, act, in, in motion and it actually works for you, you still just think it's a myth, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, uh, that, that was a big turning point for me yeah. is seeing that. So. I saw a perfect meme for what you're describing the other day. It's like this this guy with a giant pot belly sitting on this like $10,000 road bike. And it's like guy buys new $10,000 road bike to decrease weight by like two ounces. He's like 80 pounds overweight. Like, no, honey, I need to spend $8,000. This bike's a pound lighter. It's going to make all the difference in the world. Yeah. Perfect. And that's the cast. That's the tie into really our second myth. Yes. Uh, Second myth. Second myth alert. I want like a sound for the second myth. <laughs> second myth alert. All right. Uh, <laughs> decrease by, or in order to decrease your weight, the best way to go about doing this would be to increase cardio and put a heavy hand on that instead of lifting weights because lifting weights could potentially make you bulky and cardio is how you lose fat. So that is the myth. Decreasing weight by increasing cardio and not lifting as much weight. Here's why that's wrong. Right, and I would say if, if you're at home right now, raise your hand if you think the fastest way for you to lose weight is to do cardio. Slap yourself now. Everybody. Everybody's hands going up, right? Like that's <laughs> what we've been yourself. told. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we've been told. Yes. Um, and, and here's the deal. Calor- so, so cardio. Cardio is, is for sure a component of fitness, yes. without a doubt, okay? And, and cardio has a place. It, uh, it number one, allows you to to burn the most amount of calories in the shortest amount of time during that bout of exercise, okay? So give it its credit. Like when you go and get it on, whatever that monostructural modality is, which is a fancy term for cardio, a bike, a rower, a skier, running, swimming, whatever, whether it's anaerobic or aerobic, and the more you go aerobic, the more calories you'll you'll burn in a shorter time. But even over a long period of time, that's what it does. And it's important because it exercises the most important muscle in your body, which is your heart, etc. It it has a purpose. It's a great tool. It's a great tool. However, if you are sitting there going, when you look at your whole program to become fit, and you're saying, I need to incorporate more cardio to lose weight, you're just missing it. You're just missing because the second you stop that bout of exercise, you're done burning 
calories, okay? When you go to weight training, you were talking about nutrition here and then weight training here. The reason why we prioritize weight training with respect to this topic at hand, which would be weight loss, above and beyond all the other benefits of weight training, is the reality is, is when you go through a process of weight training, you break down your lean muscle tissue, your body uses calories to regenerate and rebuild it, it burns calories, and then it continues to burn calories uh, through something called EPOC, excess post-oxygen consumption. Um, and, and so you'll end up burning more calories over time doing resistance training or weight training yep. than you will doing cardio. Not only that, but when I'm weight training what? I'm, I'm building lean mass, so I'm building my furnace that's going to continue to burn my calories when I'm not exercising. And guys, by the way, that TDEE we were talking about, our total daily energy expenditure, you burn upwards of 70% of your calories every day at rest. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to put as much lean mass on my body as I can to continue to burn the calories as long as I can, which over time will do what? Allow me to be in a deficit and allow me to lose more weight. The problem is, and ladies, raise your hand, ladies out there, right? <laughs> you're, you're like, well, um, weights will make me big and bulky and, and all the other misconceptions. Well, listen, the only way weights or weight training makes you big and bulky is if you're in what? A caloric... Surplus. You're massive. Okay. You're so literally bulky. So yes. you're, you're absolutely right. Called? Hey, ladies and bros out there. Okay. So this is for all you hard gainers out there as bros. Like <laughs> if you want to become a bigger human being, pound weights and eat in a surplus. If you, <laughs> you know, if you want to become a smaller human being, pound weights and be in a deficit. Yeah. But, but if you really want to look at the body composition change, which is what everybody cares about, right? Because it looks better and you feel better. Yeah. And that's what everybody wants with fitness, I think. They want to yeah. look good. They want to feel good. You, prior, you prioritize your, your resistance training. Yeah. The, easy, the easiest way to put this is cardio is, like you said earlier, but just to sum it up, a manual burn of calories. Mm -hmm. You have to get off the couch, go do a certain amount of cardio to burn 500 calories. Now, if I could just give you a t-shirt and say, put this t-shirt on, sit down on the couch, you're going to burn 500 calories over the next hour that you would normally do mm -hmm. cardio, you'd be like, yes, please sign me up. That is muscle. You're adding that lean muscle to your body. That muscle is now, like you said, creating a furnace, and you are literally burning more calories by sitting on the couch, more so than you were last week when you didn't have as much muscle when you were sitting on the couch. Yeah. And I would even tie this together and go, as you're, as you're talking, Corey, we're talking myths right now, and the first myth was, was a a nutrition kind of myth and the second one was a, a, a workout kind of myth and and I would I would just um, compound a, a third myth that lives in that same space uh, which is uh, working out trumps nutrition <laughs> working working out meaning yeah. I can work out whether it's cardio resistance or whatever right I can do whatever the fuck I want when I go home and eat whatever I want, my shovel to mouth ratio doesn't matter apparently all of a sudden yeah. when, I, when, I, when I exercise. And, and the reality is, is the flat out facts are is nothing trumps nutrition. No. We can, here's the facts, we can put you in a caloric deficit and not have you do anything for the entire 30 days. And if you're just in a caloric deficit through nutrition and not add that energy expenditure component, you're going to be a smaller human being in 30 yep. days. Yep. That's a fact. That's a that's not a hypothesis right. or a theory. Nope. It's an absolute. I got a pen right now. I'm going to drop it. What's going to happen? It's going to fall because it's gravity. It's a law. So the, the the third thing that ties both of those together is is uh, 
the idea that you can out train your diet and it's just a fucking pile of shit lie. It's ridiculous. And I mean, it's, it's what do most people think right away when they, hey, I'm on my new diet and I'm going to do 60 days of, I'm going to really kick ass. You know, I, I got a trip coming up and I'm going to get this done. I got this cruise. Yes. I'm going to be so shredded. So fit. Pool season, baby. The whole thing is, is that first week or so, people are so frustrated because they don't see a change, mm-hmm. you know, and... You know, it's one of those things, again, because they haven't changed their ways 90% of the time. They haven't changed their eating habits, but they're working out maybe once or twice a day, and they're thinking, I nailed it. This is easy. I'm going to be losing weight just hand over fist, but their shovel-to-mouth ratio is not going down. So, yeah, um, no yeah it's uh, it's it's huge, but I, I, yeah. you see it all the time. Yeah. You know? Now, I will say, uh, like you said, MJ, cardio does have its place mm-hmm. um, for sure, and I think that the most simple way for somebody to go, if you are somebody who's like, I want to lose uh, body fat specifically and, and change your body composition, dialing in your nutrition by far is the first step to mm-hmm. start. Working out weights. Um, and then if you're getting down to the really nitty gritty and you're starting to see less and less changes, that's going to happen as you lose that body fat. Cardio is an excellent way to add in 30 minutes, three 10 minute walks, one 30 minute walk, whatever, a very low intensity way that's not going to beat up your body to give you that so-called like afterburner, right? Like you're kind of turning on the jets at the end to really push yourself to lose even more body fat as you get to the end of whatever your cut is going to be. Um, but it's definitely not something you need to prioritize and use the bulk of your time on. But it, do, it does have a place. Yeah. It does. And I would well, I'd just wrap it up like this for anybody listening. If you were to go, if you go to our website, fitsocietyaz.com, uh, and you click on our program, it outlines our five components of fitness. The, the first one's nutrition. Uh, we know that that's 75 to 80% of your success when it comes to changing your body composition. And for most people, that's the fancy way for saying lose weight. Uh, two, number two is cardio. Cardiovascular training. Number three is resistance training. And these aren't necessarily, the two and three aren't in particular order. It's just all five collectively, comprehensively matter. Then you have rest and recovery as a fourth component. And then last but not least is accountability, motivation, guidance, and supervision. And by the way, uh, just a, a free resource for anybody on this topic of fitness with the nutrition tie-in is on our first component uh, of fitness, uh, which is nutrition. We have free resources there that anybody can go to that if you don't know these numbers, you don't know your calories, you don't know your macronutrient percentages or carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, you don't have a meal plan, um, or, 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 or you need a launching point, go there and take, take advantage of that. But, but you'll see, to Corey's point, that cardio is important and we prioritize it and it's part of, it's part of our program in-house, which is all five of those things. Yep, for sure. Let's kind of move on here. We're going to go to the question portion of the podcast. So our question for the day is, am I fit? Uh, Which is fairly general, but something that you can ask yourself at home. And really, you can go back and listen to everything that we just kind of covered um, in those initial three thoughts and even in the two myths. Because if you're doing the opposite of what we just talked about, then you're not necessarily pushing yourself towards the fit side. Uh, But ask yourself, am I fit? And that can mean a couple different things. That could mean, uh, can you get up every single day and go play with your kids without being worried about getting out of breath or hurting yourself? Is This could be, you know, are you performing well at your job? Are you just even moving in the right direction? Like, am I moving towards becoming fit? Maybe you're not there yet. Maybe you're well, or maybe you're even sick, but Mm -hmm. you're taking the steps now to becoming a fit person, Mm -hmm. um, which is a lengthy journey, but something you should definitely ask yourself. 
You should ask yourself that question for sure. Am I fit? Any touch-ups on that? Yeah, I mean, I think there's um, there's several definitions, you know, of fit. You know, so again, some people, if we talk about, we just talked about this earlier. If there's a bodybuilder, and you know, you look at him and he looks fit because he lifts a bunch of weight, has big bulky muscles. Um, but if you were to say, "Hey, Mr. Bodybuilder, let's go on a five mile uh, run." probably not going to be able to handle that very well. So definitions of fit are definitely, they vary. Um, and sure. so that's one thing that I think you kind of, you want to create your own definition. You know, I mean, for me, it's it's doing what Corey just said, being able to do activities without worrying about getting injured and not saying no because I'm out of shape, you know. Yeah. So that's my definition of wanting to be fit and, and why I do the things I do is because, you um, it, it, that's the reason why. Now I know there are times when I go out and just just last weekend, <laughs> I was in Montana and did a short hike and got winded quick. So I realized quickly that, uh, yeah, I'm not as fit as I think I am. So uh, it's back to the drawing board for, the, for, for me. <laughs> yeah. And I think regardless of where you land on your definition of fitness is to your point, Cassidy, if it's not progressing you, towards a better overall health component, uh, meaning that you can't have fitness over here and health over here. Yeah, one of the same. It's impossible, right? And so I, I believe the closer you get to attaining fitness, right, you are inherently closer to being healthy, yep. right? Yep. And you, you, yeah, you, just can't, you can't have one with that. And to, to your point, Cass, if, if you see some sort of delineation between the two, I would argue you're not moving towards fitness. Yeah. No. Or you're not, you're, you're not, you're just not becoming your best version of yourself with respect yeah. to health. Yep. I mean, and that could be so many, like going back to your bodybuilding analogy or bodybuilder person analogy, that could be even darker than running five miles and not being able to do that. That could be as dark as like this person has serious unhealthy food relationship uh, mm -hmm. with food. This person could have serious, uh, you know, personality issues going on because they think they have to look this certain way. This right. person could be mm -hmm. in serious pain. Mm -hmm. They could be using drugs. There's all sorts of things. And to clue you guys in for your Instagram people that all you guys follow that are probably super fit, those guys get shredded, take 600 photos in 20 different outfits and then post that throughout the year. <laughs> right. Most of them do not and look Photoshop like that. Them. Yeah, and Photoshop them. Yeah. Most of them do not look like that year round. No. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> not sustainable. Yeah. Uh, so, so, am I fit? Ask yourself that based off of your definition of fit and then what we put together for uh, the go. Go! Right? The go <laughs> is, is make this stuff actionable. Like, okay, cool. Fitness, what is it? Got it. Why is it important? Got it. Um, what I'd like to uh, introduce our community to, if you're a member of Fit Society and anybody outside this community, is uh, an acronym that we believe um, will help anybody in any role they have in their life with trying to go from somewhere they're at now to somewhere they want to be. This will work for you guys with respect to your fitness. This, this can work uh, professionally. This can work personally, relationally, etc. And going back to the purpose and the whole intention of this podcast is we're like, we just want to be better, right? Like we just fully embrace the spirit of being better. Uh, 
And, and the acronym is, is called VOPA, V-O-P-A. And, and what it is, is it's a, it's a distilled down conduit delivery system to accomplish, again, something you haven't yet accomplished. And, and, and in the short of it is this, the V stands for vision. So you're sitting here, you're going, what is fitness? Am I fit? What does that mean to me? Define your vision for yourself, right? Whether it's injury free, whether it's uh, to run a marathon, whether it's to lose this weight, etc. What is your vision for fitness look like for you? That's number one. Pen to paper. Pen to fucking paper. It's got to happen. If it's not on, if it's not on paper, it doesn't happen. Okay, that's number one. Number two is once we establish this vision, we can then, and, and, and we talk about a funnel. That's the big picture funnel, and we're just funneling this down. Then we can go to objectives. Let's identify objectives that we want to accomplish. Objectives is, a, is, a, is another word for goals, okay? Don't get vision and goals confused. They're synonymous, but they're, they're not the same. Right. The vision's the end in mind, where you're going to land. The objectives are the goals that need to be accomplished in order for that vision to become a reality. Yeah. Okay. Those are those are the measure. Those are the mile markers along the way. Once you establish, crew, the the vision of where you're going and the objectives that you can you can hit along the way. Now you get into strategy, which is the process. Okay. This is you sitting down and putting pen to paper with a plan. Okay, and incidentally enough, I brought it up, but if I were at home listening to this and you don't know where to start, okay, you're just like, I, I get all this, it all makes sense, I'm shaking my head with you, but where do I start? Start where I just told you to start, which is go to our program, <laughs> go to our five components of fitness, identify that those are really important processes that need to be part of your strategy and plan. And start there, right? Right, and 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 put together a strategy: days on, days off, at the gym, not at the gym. The nutrition: what am I going to do there? What am I going to do for cardio? How am I going to get that? The rest and recovery: what's that look like? All five of those components of fitness, and then that leads to the A, which is accountability, which is as we know where the rubber meets the road. That's the how am I going to make sure this gets done, and how am I going to hold this hold myself to account with it? Yeah. Can I hold myself to account with it? Should I hire somebody to help me hold myself to account with it, etc.? But what's really cool about VOPA is it's it's nothing fancy. It's it's a um, like I said, probably a, a distillation of a lot of uh, years of trying to figure out how to um, land somewhere that you haven't been from where you're at. Uh, and again, you guys, if you're listening at home, you can start thinking about. Um, all the different areas that you could apply this thing above and beyond just your fitness. Yeah. And, and you know, something I think that confuses or kind of kills people before they start is that they go too hard. Oh, my God. They, they just, they, you know, they're going to just go nuts, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to quit all sugar. They're going to quit all this. Yeah. They're going to, yeah. you know, work out two times a day, and both those workouts are going to be over an hour. Um, it's crazy. You know, just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, it's just, you know, go into this with a realistic goals of doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, even when you do your vision, make sure that vision is simple in the beginning. You know, make it very, very simple. Don't make it this massive goal, you know, um, because again, very, it's, it's just like the, um, 
you know, uh, the resolutions everybody has at the beginning of the year, you know, and they do their um, their uh, New Year's resolutions. They just, how many of those are actually fulfilled? No. It's nothing. It's it's never it's never attainable, you know. So do, when you do your vision, make sure it is realistic goals that you can go after and that vision is a thing that's going to be a life changer that you want to do for a long time. Don't, yeah. Just don't put a Band-Aid on it just for now. Yep. Consistency beats perfection. Yeah. Consistency trumps perfection yeah. all day. So just two, continuously doing it. The I, two variables at play here are it's consistency one, and then the other one is intensity. Okay? That's yeah. that's what you're balancing, right? And, and when we talk about those two variables, to Cass's point, is when you get to your process, and I would even guide him, Cassidy, in, in your, um, your uh, recommendation, which makes sense. You're basically saying, hey, make sure that you set yourself up for success, that's really in the process, mm-hmm. right? You can you can have big goals, right? Like you can have big a, a big vision, right? right? And it can be a long way out. To your point is in the process, when you come up with your strategy, at the beginning, if we could give you some nuggets, some, some, some cheaters, okay? Prioritize, and this is in the short term, okay? This is the short term, we're talking short term, 30 days, six weeks, first 60 days of your program. Prioritize the variable of consistency over the variable of intensity. Yes. Okay? Now, don't miss it. Guys, when it comes to, let me, full disclosure here. When it comes to uh, getting the, the best results in the shortest amount of time possible, especially workout by workout by workout, there's no greater variable that's going to be that's going to determine your end result more so than intensity. intensity. Intensity trumps. It does, but don't miss it. Right. It's kind of like the, the, the cardio versus nutrition. Nutrition's going to, although cardio is important, and although during that bout of exercise, I can burn the most amount of calories in the shortest amount of time, that's not to be confused with it trumping nutrition. Right. That's the same spirit that I'm bringing this to the table to your point, right. is for the first 30 to 60 days, prioritize your consistency will win because especially if you're just starting uh, out and you don't know where to go remember you're, you're trying to start thinking right you're trying to start talking right you're trying to start acting right and ultimately from you get it from your head to your heart to your feet and then you make it a habit habits take time yep, yep. they take reps takes experience so cassie you bring up a great point um, I'm sorry if I'm beating the shit out of this one, but people, it goes, should I, should I work out two times a day? Right. Fuck no is the answer. <laughs> try, try working out three times in a week consistently yes. for right. six weeks. That would be good. You haven't done that in 10 years of your life, yes. but, but I get it. We are all like, all right, here we go. I'm motivated. I I'm going to gratification. I, right I got this yeah. vision and and team said, get a vision. I got one. I got objectives and I'm going to just, it's yeah. like. Just be smart and responsible yeah. and prioritize consistency over intensity yeah. with your strategy. Yeah. There's a great, great quote by uh, John Wellborn, who was an uh, ex-NFL football player, strength and conditioning coach, uh, which is uh, fitness is like uh, moving dirt. Some days you show up and you get a shovel. Other days you show up and you get a spoon. It doesn't matter which one you have as long as you move a little bit of dirt each day. Mm-hmm. That's the consistency. Mm-hmm. So show up, move a little bit of dirt. You got that tiny spoon. Yep. That's cool. I like it. I like it. Cool. That's a wrap, people. Uh, submit any questions, topics you want us to cover, thoughts you have at uh, you should at fitsocietyaz.com. Uh, jump onto the Instagram. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all over the place, uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts.
you're probably already listening to us right now from that spot. So <laughs> keep showing up. Uh, that's it. Rock on. Love you long time. See you all later.